You're listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson, the podcast that tells you what it really takes to build a business and the simple steps to get you there. I'm determined to share with you the reality of easy, simple business marketing tips to make passive income so that you can start making money online. As entrepreneurs, you know how mastering high ticket sales and premium client attraction can explode your online income and profits without multiplying your workload. My friend and client, Tanya King-Mohammed, is the go-to high-ticket sales expert for you if you want to attract high-paying clients to multiply your income with integrity. The science and strategy-backed tools from within the high-ticket method means your authority, income, and freedom skyrocket as you get paid more for the work you love. Tanya is going to be delivering her results-driven, free, high-ticket sales success sprint on February the 19th to the 22nd online. In its last round, the high-ticket sprint generated thousands in new sales, and this sprint is set to generate even bigger results. If you're ready to multiply your revenue without multiplying your workload with more consistent high-ticket clients, you need to register now. You can register by either connecting with Tanya on Instagram at Freedom with Tanya, or just go to the show notes and the links there. Hi, and welcome to this week's podcast. So this week, we're going to talk a little bit about purpose now when I say purpose lots of people go oh (laughs) and I get you because I've been there where you're listening to something and everyone's like your purpose has to be that you want to help 200,000 women by 2025 I don't mean it like that I don't mean that kind of made up purpose because we feel like we should say something I mean an actual reason why you're doing what you do and how that's going to help you have the drive and the ambition to move forward Somebody that has that drive, I've invited onto the podcast this morning, and that's Natalie Potts. So Natalie coaches business owners in strategy. You know, she's very strategic. Um, She gets people to where they want to be. And she also helps them with the stuff in their head that's telling them that they can't do that. That's why I wanted to bring Natalie on. So welcome, Natalie, to the podcast. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Let's start with... Because, I mean, I've been watching your journey now for a few years and I see your drive online. I see it in all walks of life with you. You don't just have a drive in business. You have a drive in fitness. Mm -hmm. And it's that drive that actually made me start looking at you. We always talk about secondary messaging. And I think that was that secondary messaging of yours that made me like, oh, this is really interesting. Because it wasn't just like about weight loss or anything like that. It was this drive to be better than the person you were before. What started that fitness journey for you? The start of it was going through a breakup where I saw my life ahead of me and being with somebody there where I'd have kids, the house, everything, and then just being told out of blue, like, I don't love you anymore. And I was like, right, moved home. And I'd never been to the gym. I was overweight, never worn jeans before. um, So never really felt comfortable in my body. And I was like, sod it right the next three years till I'm or four years till 30 I'm gonna get a mortgage I'm going to move out mum and dad's and I'm gonna go on my fitness journey and I'm gonna progress in work and I did all three and you just but I mean lots of people go through breakups and actually sometimes it makes them do the opposite of that (laughs) like it definitely did what made you kind of go well actually no I'm gonna sort everything out I'm gonna be the person that I really wanted to be all along yeah I think it was because the reality was I wasn't living a life where I really knew myself. And and I think I had to go on that journey. I did some traveling. I did Rome. I did New York on my own. And I've just, even in a relationship now with, with Tom, we are 
two separate people in that. And we're really big on that communication piece of one another that you've got to be happy in yourself. And as we've said, purpose point, it's cliche, but it's cliche for a reason. And it's simple and people overcomplicate it. But like we know our why in life and and it starts with me. And, you know, I love Simon Sinek and his work. And he says, it starts with you and that awareness point. So it's like, if I'm going to move forward in life, I've got to understand how I work and operate as a person and then change my life. It's, it's up to me. Yeah. And that was the thing that drove you. You knew your why, you knew what you wanted. You knew the kind of life that you wanted to live. Sure. And it, it can't have been easy because, I mean, I've seen the the before and after photos and you're, it, it's, this isn't weight loss, guys. This is like proper fitness, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like proper toned gym kind of stuff that I've never been near. That can't have been an easy journey to take. No, it is a long journey. I think that's the thing. I'm always invested in the long term with everything I do. And I, this is where I bring fitness because it's such always a great analogies with business. And it pains me sometimes how people get so stressed and overwhelmed in business. And it's you just got to sometimes reframe things and see it a different way. And the fitness journey was when it started in 2018, I had a vision. I knew what I wanted to be, which was leaner than I was. So my heaviest was 13 stone. I got down to eight and a half stone. And I work backwards and what I love about people that do fitness is they say fall in love with the process trust the process all of that really inspired me and I was watching what they do. I, I watch people what they do as well I'm fascinated I'm like fascinated by like what you Charlie does as well like, I, I watch like why do they do that what is it about that how have they done it that's what I do I think that yeah. curiosity helps a lot so that was part of the point. And it's like success leaves clues. And it's like, why do these people keep saying the same things? I knew I needed a coach because I never wanted to injure my body. I'd never, like I said, step foot in the gym. I didn't want to look like an idiot. <laughs> I just didn't. It wasn't my thing. So, was, And then I loved it. And, and then it just grew. And then I was like, okay, so let's do the nutrition bit. And I trusted them. I was like, this isn't my gig. I don't want to make it my gig. My expertise, are, I love business and stuff. But I went on that whole journey, which was was really tough. And the last five weeks was hell because you were on like minimal calories and stuff and you're, you're tired. And my mum said, never do it again. <laughs> but <laughs> I learned a lot about myself through that experience and that process. And, and look, there's highs and lows to lots of things. There's, business isn't always lovely and fun every day. It's just not. And we have to, like I say quite a lot, you've got to get bored in business. And and I got bored on that process. You know, I, I sacrificed any barbecue through the summer, being with friends and family. I had a really poor relationship with food from one coach I've been with, which had consequences after. And, and then it became obsessive. I would gym in the morning, I'd go to work and then I'd gym in the evening, five days at least a week. Now, people would say that being obsessed about anything is a bad mm. thing. Now, you know my view on this. Yeah. I believe that if you want something really badly, you have to become obsessed by it. Yeah, it's a real, like, you'll know one of my biggest challenges that I've worked on this year is leaving the corporate world and time for money is a real thing because ultimately it's like, I want this freedom and all this. And I'm I'm looking at a lot around freedom at the minute. And I equate like working long hours with value and getting good results. And, and look, I worked hard in school. I worked hard in um, uni in my first job and I got results. I was, some of that was luck as well. I made that luck you've got to get obsessed with some things. And, and like at the moment, I'm obsessed with my business. I'm working long hours, but I'm obsessed with it. I love it. And I do think there has to be a state of when people are in a real, also rock bottom state. And, and that's different for everybody. That's that's not that it's you on antidepressants or the worst place you can be and telling everybody that it's tough. Like everybody will have a different rock bottom. And I hit mine with the corporate world. But 
you've got to know that there's more to that and then I think there is a point of obsession can help you as well there's nothing wrong with being obsessed with things I, I agree and I don't think you have to be obsessed forever like no. people say to me but why would you want to leave a nine-to-five to then work really long hours in your business because I am very aware that I will be obsessed for a period of time and then that obsession will lead me into making a lot more money where I don't have to do very much at all and I'm now in that position where it's kind of changed over but I was obsessed in that first year and I think people think that business because of how some people make it look on the internet is easy and that you just, you know, you just do a few things and then you'll make lots of money and maybe you could do a four hour work week. And that isn't true at the beginning. Like that comes later on at the beginning. I do think you have to be obsessed by it. And I, I think it's the same with fitness. I think it's the same with anything where you are actually trying to go transform from one state yeah. into completely different states. Yeah. And again, like we can back that term around transformation. It's a depth of understanding what that looks like to you as well. Yeah, and, 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 and again, like my why going through that, that process of nine months, work wasn't a priority, right or wrong in corporate. And I could manage that. I could do my day job with my eyes closed. So the fitness did become my world and I could be easily obsessed by it. But every day my why was because of that vision of where I wanted to be because I was never happy with my body. And I was like, why can't I have that? What? Why is that not possible? Of course it is if I do the steps that are required to get there. it's It doesn't have to be that hard. People that say you can't lose weight, okay. Yeah, and it's the <laughs> It's the same with business though, isn't it? Because like yeah. people say, well, I want to have a, a, a multi-million pound business or I, I want this or I want this. And actually I've just written a presentation on this because it's so it's so true that people say they want it and then expect to have it. There are steps yeah. that yeah. you are going to have to take and those steps are going to sometimes be not necessarily hard, but time consuming. Sure. There are going to be things that you need to do. And yet most people give up on that journey. And I think the reason they give up is because like you, we were just talking about this earlier, the pain of not having it wasn't bad enough in the first place. Yeah, like the the journey I went through in corporate was like, I just don't want this life for myself. And I'm big on, like we said, meaning of life. And one of, there's a lady, Bonnie Ware, who has a piece of work she did around the five regrets when we die. And the number one was that we live a life almost based on other people's expectations of us and not true meaning to ourselves. So if we don't like read the signs around us and pay attention to that um everybody wants similar things in life don't they you know so it's like the the hierarchy of needs what we need in life to feel like love security and things and, and we need that in business too so i actually like for like going back to the bottom bit i hit that with the corporate world when i left in that i didn't want that life anymore and i was never gonna have somebody say to me anymore like you're not good enough for something when i knew i was it's just like that's not gonna happen yeah. And the, the pain was bad, right? The pain was big yeah. enough. You you had to find a way to not be there anymore. And with me, the pain of not having enough money to feed my kids yeah. <laughs> was bad enough that I knew I it doesn't matter what it took. I would become obsessed with it until I made money. The pain yeah. needed to not be there. And I, I do think that pain can be a big motivator to get Matthew. you where you want to be. Or a desire, like a desire of something that you, because these days it's not necessarily pain for me. It's a desire of of who oh. I want to be and where I want to be that that takes me there. But we've both seen people that are in business and they're doing okay. And then they get bored and they say things like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Like I, sometimes I feel like I just want to go back to a normal job. And 
I think it's really dangerous to tell yourself those things because I think that if you start thinking like that, that's exactly what will happen. <laughs> you, you told yourself it's not important enough to you. Well, it's the same as like Henry Ford, like whether you believe you can or you can't, you're right. It's that's the mindset you give yourself. And again, a lot of these things we make very complicated, but it is the stuff. You've got to have a great mindset. You've got to be around people that inspire you and motivate you. Like some people say, why do I invest in work with people that I do work with? And I've worked with some like like with yourself and some fantastic people. And I'm like, maybe it's not all about the money. And it maybe it's just that I feel good around them and it drives me every day and I feel liberated. What's that? That's a feeling. That's the best thing I can have, surely. Oh, well, and actually, mindset-wise, I would say that 95% of the times that I've invested is to be around people that motivate me to do more. It's less yeah. about the knowledge and it's much more about the, if they can do it, I can do it kind of yeah. attitude. I yeah. like to be able to see success in front of me yeah. um, so that I have a path to get there kind of thing. I think that definitely helps. So you help people a lot of the time who are in corporate and they want out. Yeah. I think it's a really tricky one because people that are in corporate who want to leave, they often think they'll just leave and start a business and everything will go easily. And that just isn't the case. So often they don't actually invest in people at the time when they need it the most. It's an interesting one. It's, it's a tricky one because it's really frustrating on the other side <laughs> because you've done the journey and you're like, just do it. it you know, that night thing. But the reality is that there's often, again, the mindset piece that's stopping them or there's so much fears around it. And often people don't start businesses just because they fear judgment of other people. And, and I had all of that. Everyone has it. And so it's a tricky one because I usually find like you attract what you are and I've done that world and I've led teams, et cetera. So that's what I attract into my world. And I'll say, I'll notice that most people will leave it a good year or so before they're like, okay, I had the plan. It's not going how I wanted. There's no gaps. I really need some help, Matt, and you're doing it. And it's like, well, yeah, because let's be honest, that's that's why we do invest. And that's what I used to see. I look around me and I'd see people and I think, what is the common denominator between them all? And it's like, they all invest and they make it work for them as well. So surely I need to invest to get the results I want as well. There's something missing. And and that's what you've got to tap in, like what's missing in your life? What's the gap? And that's where we, the transformation piece is closing that, but it's the sooner rather than later part. And um, look, I salute anybody who has the ambition, the drive to go and give it go on their own, but nothing is actually, it's not funded on your own. It's bloody tough work in your own business. That's my biggest challenge in corporate is being around four or 500 people a day to me on my own. I, I try and find things that are funny oh, in my day. Yeah, it, and it can get lonely. Like get lonely. Really lonely. You, you you feel at least that no one gets the pressures that you're under. Yeah. Like you're doing things and you're like, oh, if I only had someone to talk to about this. But I think that's why things like masterminds are good because sometimes okay, I just yeah. want to say to someone else, this is hard. Yeah, I feel like this is hard today, and someone will go, "Let's just go for a coffee." <laughs> and yeah, then, we want to be heard, don't we? That's yeah. that's the crux of it, and we want to. There's a, and I remember saying to you once, like, I actually just need validation. I was so used to many years in corporate of knowing where I was with my performance, to to have none of that. You're like, "Well, am I doing okay? I've got no idea. Can you help me out here?" I don't yeah. think there's anything wrong in that all the time. But we always sit in camps a bit at the moment where it's like this or that or right and wrong and you've got to do this and everybody's doing this and you said it the other day on something that we're we're listening so much to the noise around us and that's been my biggest challenge is to focus on less and sort of spraying myself so thin 
there isn't one size that fits all. There's not one way to get to a million pounds. There's not one way to look, you know, be a parent. There's, no, there's so, so many ways to everything. Yeah. And I think we have to be so careful because everyone who markets, it's it's known that the way to market is to say everyone else is doing it wrong. Do it like this. That's like a way that people in marketing and advertising have done it for years and years. And it's still around today. The problem with that is we start believing it. Yeah. And there isn't one way to do anything. And often we're not using our strengths. We're, we're trying to do what somebody else is doing because it's their strength. And we have to create a business and a life that draws on our own strengths. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's where strategy comes in. It's why you teach strategy. It's why I yeah. teach strategy because it's drawing out of, of people what their strengths are and how they can make business theirs. Yeah. And, and the difference it, with strategy I see is that we see things that they don't see because they don't know what they don't know. And this is, you know, I've, I've learned loads with you. It's been phenomenal, but all of this is really true. And again, don't make it so hard. Just keep it really simple. You don't need to have all the knowledge, all the experience. You need to have the courage. This will help you be more confident. But then also it's sometimes that part in the, the belief that some of us have that for you as well. That's why I want to work with people because they'll see the things I don't see and I have the belief in me and that's important. And if you don't have a mentor, you don't invest in that part and you want to do it on your own, recognise, well, where do you get that? How do you measure that for yourself as well? Yeah, because sometimes you do need other people to have the belief in you. We all have dips and we all have times when we're not sure whether we're doing things right or whether we can even do this. But often somebody that's already been there can see like I can see with you, and I've said this to you before, I can see you've got the drive, you'll, you'll get there. It doesn't worry me at all. I just want to make sure you do it in the, the easiest way possible. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like to have that person that thinks like that, I've had people think that with me, like, oh my God, like somebody said to me right at the beginning, if I was going to bet on anybody to make millions, I would bet on you. And I didn't even really know them, but mm. they they saw in me something I didn't see in me and that got me there. Because I kept having their belief instead of my belief. And I think it's important to have that. And I think as mentors, it's important that we give that belief to others as well so that they can get there. So if there is somebody who is in corporate and they know that they're so miserable and unhappy and they're listening to podcasts like this because really they want a business, they don't even know where to start. What would you tell them to do? strategy right I had an exit strategy I didn't just go and have my notice in I thought I thought about what are the biggest fears I've got and the biggest fear was the security around money I was financially very secure with what I created money came in and out paid the mortgage and that that was my biggest fear is that I wouldn't be able to pay the mortgage and be on my own independence but that's what I'd wanted up to 30 so you've got to have a plan for what that looks like and you have to take calculated risks. You've got to have a level of financial investment, I think. Yeah. Understand what that looks like. Again, like you just can't go on and just going to hammer notes in and hopefully something will appear because the world doesn't work like that. So you've got to be realistic in that and and then have good people around you and, and trust them and ask for their advice as well. Like come and ask some of us. Sometimes people just don't ask enough and say like, what was your journey? How would you do this? This is my plan. What would you change? Because they've done it. And and I think that we live in a world where, again, we fear what they'll say, but you only get places by asking. That's so true. So that's as simple as it is. Have an exit strategy. Put a timeline on it that's realistic to you as well. And I think you've got to be honest with yourself with where you sit. Like, how much do you really want it? And are you prepared to go all in and just make that? Like, for me, it was like, a yeah, I'm, I'm done. That's it. 
Yeah, you knew you'd never go back. I, I was yeah. like that too. It's like, it doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter if I fail. It doesn't matter if it doesn't happen quickly. I'm just going to carry on until it works. And that's unique there. That's the part because our story is that now in the, like, I don't have fear the same way because I'm like, if I, what, so what if the business fails? I've given, I've not got a life where I didn't give it a go and hadn't had a purpose and meaning. And I've got that mindset, like I'll go and make tables or I'll do what I need to do to get money. It, that, that doesn't bother me. I've got no pride or ego there because I've I've given it a go. I'd rather do that than say, yeah, I didn't, didn't give it a go. Didn't try didn't it. Try. Yeah. No one's going to want to look back on their deathbed and go, they, they didn't try. No. Um, I think you're so right there. And if somebody realizes that they need help with that exit strategy, where is the best place for them to find you? Simple is Instagram is my biggest platform, Natty Port Strategist. So yeah, that's my my area where I seem to do really well. And again, like stick at what you do well. Yeah, stick at what you do well. Don't have another platform because you just want more visibility and then you just realize you do nothing. Yeah, that's so true. If you are looking for help in this area, go and seek Natalie out. Her details are in the show notes so you can have a look. Thank you for being here, Natalie. And thank, thank you. you everybody for listening as always please leave us a review if you're liking the podcast it's one of those things where you get lots of reviews right at the beginning and then you don't chart as well after because no one's giving you reviews or liking it or subscribing as the podcast goes on so i would love you to do that for us if you are enjoying it and i'll be back next week with another episode of making money online Thank you for listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson. If you'd like to get hold of my guide to launching, go to lisajohnson.com forward slash launch and let's get you making money online.